Well, Josh, we made it. We made it 32 weeks in a row without missing a recording with at least most of the group here until Christmas took them all away. Yes, my plan is complete. Yes. My plans are complete. (laughs) Hello, you are listening to the original crew of Nobody Wake the Bugbear. I am Andrew, the Dungeon Master, and my left-hand side man is here, Josh, the titular bugbear. Never touching the right. I am Josh. Exactly. (laughs) Is that it? Well, I don't know what, you, uh, what else. Hello, welcome. Um, we have a guest today. Wait, I was going to do that. And yeah, well, I'm taking it. <laughs> no, it's it goes in between the next line, the next intro bit. I That's got. That's what it says on the sheet. Yeah. Okay. No, there's no sheet. Doug, JT, and John all had other engagements during this time. Dinner with their partner. Ugh. Family gatherings. Yeah. Singing carols. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're busy. So it looks like it's just you and me, Josh. By the way, Josh, it's New Year's Eve, Josh. Did you know that? What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, what, what are we doing here? Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Yes, yes. So you might all be wondering what the hell we are going to do without the rest of the guys. Well, we do, in fact, have a guest player this evening. We would all like to welcome Jacob from Fourth Guard. Jacob, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I am Jacob from Fourth Guard. Fourth Guard Tabletop in Rockingham. We have a podcast, Fourth Guard Does Podcasting, and a YouTube channel, Fourth Guard Tabletop. Excellent. We're in Perth, by the way, Perth, Western Australia. Rockingham is a city in Perth. Yeah, a suburb. suburb. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming. We know it's a very I long have drive. one of your cozies. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, we got given some beer. What are they, beer warmers? <laughs> beer coolers? Stubby holders. Stubby holders. That's the Stubby. word I was looking for. So... I bet you're all wondering what we're going to play. Well, I told you both to make a new level 8 character and choose one uncommon item or magical weapon, which you have both done. So, we are going to be playing through a one-shot from the 2017 Kobold Press book, Prepared 2, a dozen 5th edition one-shot adventures written by John Sawatsky. John Sawatsky, have you played this? I have not. Jacob, excellent. That would seriously derail this endeavour. It would, yeah. The adventure is called The Tangled Temple. Shall we begin, gentlemen? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the untamed jungles of Cholt. (laughs) Regardless of its tumultuous geographical status, Cholt has always been remote and isolated, forming a mountainous jungle of savage beasts, hulking dinosaurs and disease-ridden swamps. Human tribes, goblins, and even stranger monstrous folk haunted the thick jungles. Nevertheless, Cholt drew adventurers who sought its legendary riches. You are two such adventurers. Travelling southwards from Port Yanzaru, you keep close to a trading path that winds its way south, running parallel to the river Shoshenstar. Coming into focus, his brow sweating from the jungle's humidity, is a human man. Josh, who is this human and what does he look like? Well, he has a pop out the side of his mouth and a uh, short hair. He's got a very neat shirt, and it's tucked in the belt line, as it should be. Uh, you see a shield on his side with a, sort of like an arrow with a hand grasping the, the base of the arrow. Very runic-like. Those who are familiar might know it's the symbol of tear. Uh, he's a very happy-looking chap. He's got a smile on his face and a pep in his step. A pep in his step. I love him. I love it. Love it already. (laughs) Following beside him is a woman, although more fair of form, is tolerating the heat effortlessly, herself being accustomed to the Underdark's familiar conditions. Jacob, who is this person and what does she look like? Oh, g'day. My name's uh, Matilda, but uh, my friends call me Tilly. Yeah, I'm I'm a dark elf, also known as a drow, from the Underdark, you know, the Down Under. I'm a, what's known as a ranger of sorts and a tracker, you know, a hunter. And uh, I've got a, a, lot of, a lot of khaki wear. My armour is made of the leather of a jackaroo. I have a wooden weapon and uh, always surrounding me is uh, about four or five black and white birds. Cool. Very cool. Willy Wagtails? Magpies. 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 <laughs> <laughs> The fiercest the of darkest birds. Of the birds. all birds. Well, what an in- what an interesting group already. I can't wait to get started. So here it is. Here we go. You have both travelled for days. The sun is beginning to set, and you will need to make camp soon. 
With some fortune, you spot a gathering of people up ahead on the road. As you get closer, you see a trade caravan stopped by a small stream, two horses beside it taking a drink. And I'll change the map. Jungle Road. What a race are these people? To the place. To the place. I belong. I belong. West Virginia. 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 You see a group of people. Human people? Human people. <gasps> Eleven is by your head count. My goodness. They notice you traveling up the road. Hello, travelers. What business do you have on the road? Well, hi there. We're just making our way through this area. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I am Samira. Samira. What a nice name. What is your name? My name's Rodney. Well... My friend Tilly and I were just trying to find our way to the nearest civilization. If you could be so kind as direct us. Well, we're kind of halfway between civilization at the moment. Did you know it's unsafe to travel at such low number at night? You are welcome to camp with us if you, we could use the extra guards. Well, happy to oblige. How about you, Tilly? Oh, yeah, I don't see why not. Excellent. Well, come, come, come close to the fire. Sit on by the fire. You mosey on by the fire. And you're pretty much deep in the jungle, but you're following a small path that runs parallel to the river. The river splits off slightly into a small stream, which is where they're watering the horses. And you see a, a traveller's caravan of sorts with supplies in it. You see a well-dressed woman holding a, holding a drink, some wine, sitting by the fire and drinking. That's Samira. And around her, about ten gruff-looking guards, who you assume are guards, all human, and all dressed in various armors and, and sort of weapons. I am a local trader returning to civilization. We sell our goods to the tribes living in the jungle. Oh, hello there. Hello there. You seem quite fitted out more than usual. Well, yes, as I said, it's quite dangerous. I'm quite surprised you're wandering around just the two of you. Can, oh. I, can I roll a insight check to see sure if can. she's actually a trader? Sure can. Thank you. Oh, not fantastic. That is 14. Um, Buy if I can. Roll yeah, sure. I mean, unless I can use my passive. Rodney, roll. It's all right. I got better than my passive. Excellent. Uh, Twenty-seven. Yeah, is that a all? lot better? Your passive. So, putting together her attire, mm -hmm. the guards she has, the large cart full of supplies, the two horses, and her manner of speaking, she seems to be telling the truth. She fills all the requirements of a traveling trader returning up to the north, back to the port. And what might your name be? I know Samira here, but you were... I'm the dungeon master. No, because you... <laughs> there were two, wasn't there? There was Samira and someone else? The, the other well, there's, people. Well, there's ten other soldiers here. They are my guards. They're hired guards. I thought Samira was a lady. And She is a lady. She's right the in man? the middle of the campfire. Well, don't worry about the man. Oh, there's a lot of men. There's a lot of different was talking. Just because he's got a health bar on the screen. Oh, he, <laughs> he wasn't talking, that's, no. That's who was talking, I thought. Yeah, no, that was me. Okay. Me, Andrew. Well, Samaria sound quite deeper. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I, I, I seem to slur my words when I get to the drink. It's Who's been such a long time. gentleman with a health bar over there? <laughs> <laughs> What's his business? Oh, him? He, he's one of the guards. He's, What's that thing above your head? <laughs> I think he's, he's called Derek, I think. Oh, sure, sure. But uh, yeah, he's just one of the hired guards. Pay, no, pay him no heed. So, you are traveling on the road, and w where are you off to? What are you looking for? Uh, what are we looking for? Well, what is anyone looking for around here? Wealth, adventure, and just a good time, really. Adventure, you say? Well, I have a, I came across a curious sight a few days ago, actually. Oh, we love those. I was paid well to bring supplies to an outpost not far from here. Some scholars from away decided some old temple was worth their gold and time. They built a stronghold of sorts. They brought soldiers and servants and everything. They cut a path a few miles up the road. You know, I was supposed to make a stop there, but I was turned back a few days ago by the inhabitants due to some sort of illness taking hold there. Huh. Honestly, it, it seems as if there were some in some kind of trouble. Well, we can't do much about uh, trouble, but maybe these folk need a, a helping hand. So they refused to let you in? Well, yes, they said there was some sort of illness and they could not admit any travellers. They looked rather out of sorts. Now, you didn't catch a name, did you? Name? No, I was supposed to deliver it to... To, to Peter Robinson, the outpost director. He's the main excavation team leader. Uh, what about the town, the outpost? 
it was just like a dig site. They were doing some, they needed some supplies. They needed, you know, the usual grain and torches and pickaxes and things. They, they were talking about an old temple and they was, were researching. This was to the north, you said? Just down the road to the south, deeper the south. into the jungle, following the river. It splits off from here, a few miles. And yes, they they were in quite the trouble, but we we were sent on our way. We've got to take these goods back up north. Well, I've got to tell you, my curiosity is piqued. <laughs> I'm rather interested. Yeah, maybe we could help them. Yeah, someone in help is a future friend, as I like to say. Yeah. I'm, I'm always surprised that these groups coming into the jungle, looking at old temples and ruins, expecting to find gold, and it's very dangerous. You know, they need to do honest work. Like trading. Like trading. Like trading. Never was very good at trading. Never well, was. Wh- which way was this? Uh, you pointed in a direction before and I, I missed it. Yes, down, the, down south of the road, there's a footpath leading to the outpost farther along the road to the south. And you guys are heading north then? Yes, we're going back to the port. All oh, right. We can't do anything with these goods, and they'll certainly spoil if we don't get them back into storage. Hmm. Uh, what are you trading, might I ask? Oh, various goods like grain. We had axes and pickaxes for them. We had uh, supplies like some alcohol here. I'm, I'm just dipping in at the moment. I mean, I can't, I can't deliver it now. I may as well share it with the, the men. I will have to pay them all, obviously, but... How much for a small sack of grain? Small sack of grain? You want to purchase one? Oh, perhaps. Well, you can... Uh, two copper would be fine. Oh. I may as well offload some now. Sure. What else can't you sell uh, in time? What What are you having trouble sending on its way? Well, we didn't have any... We didn't have any perishable goods, but we have some wine. We're willing to... You can buy a bottle of wine, if you would like, for one silver. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll spend a silver on that. I, and t- the... I tell you what. I, if, you, if you stay with us a while and, and protect the camp, you can have the wine for free. Oh, sounds mighty good to me. How about you, Telly? Oh, I didn't have any plans for the evening, so yeah. Well, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That sounds mighty swell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. So you spend, a, you spend a couple of hours. It goes into the night now, and the guards sort of do their own thing. You talk to a few of them, and as you drink the wine and indulge in some rations or some food around the fire. Two copper, you said? Two copper for the grain. Thank you. And one, no, free for the wine. And someone comes up to you, uh, an older man, about 60s, in his, in his 60s, beard, white, wearing very... Sorry. Josh is pouring a drink. I got Sacrilege. very thirsty. He got very thirsty. It is thirsty work. So he, he walks up to you, and his armor is rattling as he walks. He's wearing the armor of a knight. Very expensive, but old, plate mail. Is it uh, well maintained? Very well maintained. Okay. Is there uh, any damage to, to the armor? Yes, there's scratches and dents. It looks like a, an old, just as, almost as old as him. Huh. But it looks like a, a relic from an older time. He carries on his back a greatsword. Is oh. it uh, rattling because it doesn't fit anymore or because it's damaged or he's shaking? It's just a bit bent out of shape okay. as of sorts. It looks like it's been repaired multiple times. Uh, my, my friend, do you mind if I have a quick look see at your armor? It's uh, very fascinating. I am somewhat of a mander myself and I'm hoping that I could do you a service. Yes, I overheard you were traveling to the camp and I couldn't help but come and talk to you. I hear you're looking for some adventure. You're supposed to ask his name first. Oh, yes, my name is Derek. Oh. Sir Derek, to be exact. Well, nice to meet you, sir. What is your name? My name's Rodney, Camp Counselor Rodney. It was nice to meet you, Rodney. What about your elven... El- I'm sorry, we don't see many drow in these parts. Oh, I don't expect you to. I travel very far to get here. My name's Matilda. Matilda, very nice to meet you, too. I could not help overhearing you going down to that outpost a day's travel. Well, that was a plan. Yeah, that's, that, that's certainly what I was intending, and, and Tilly is very, very helpful uh, individual as well. Are you intending to go there? Well, I'd like to tell you that uh, this job is quite boring for me. I'm a retired knight, and I, I'm perchance to the drink, you see, and gambling I have lost all my holdings, and squires have long since retired as well, or gone on to bigger things, and this doesn't pay very well, and certainly the trip is much shorter than I expected. I will not get the money I'm usually accustomed to. 
and I hear you are going to travel to this outpost, maybe the chance of reward will be quite quite higher than I expected. I would say so. I I would have to talk to Samira, but I'm sure she would not begrudge an old man his his adventuring day one last time. Before you do, uh, and and I'd I'd like to cast Menden on on some of his armor to see if I can help with that rattling problem. Oh, the magical sort. Yes, you be my guest. Would you like me to take it off first? Oh, I mean, you can keep it on. If it's fitting then, it will fit now. And uh, and I'll just make my way over any scratches, dance, and and the like to see if I can mend and make it look good, good good as new again. Excellent. So how does that look as you're doing it? Well, uh, what I'll do is uh, I'll, I'll assess and I'll see if, if he can tell me exactly where uh, his armor's ailing. I will run my hand over and you will see a divine light, golden and green, with flashes, uh, speckles of red throughout it. And as it goes through it, uh, you see bands snap into place mm. like when you have a dent in your uh, your vehicle yeah. and you run some boiling water over the top of it yeah. and it kind of snaps out you put the uh, suction cup on a it a little bit a little bit like that and the, the the scratches seem to mend into place a little by little and, and before you know it uh, you wouldn't know that that armor was more than a day old oh thank you this looks good as new and the other guards and men they're, they're younger between their 20s and, and 40s sort of a motley crew of guards looking for coin, and they're all interested, and they start bringing over, Hey, can you do that for mine? Oh, well, certainly. Can you do that for mine? Hey, can you do that for mine? i got rickety boots and stuff. <laughs> rickety, rickety, <laughs> rickety boots. Rickety boots. Rickety boots. Oh, my, my, my word. These, pa- these pants are chafing me all oh. day. I need oh, to get them. Hang it. Can you uh, fix the seam? <laughs> Anyway, if you're willing to produce that service, well, look, I am, I am more than happy to. But we we should do this one at a time, fellas. Oh, uh, more than happy to oblige. But I, I tell you what, if if Tilly and I could get some uh, some food uh, to assist, as it is mighty quenching work that is required for this. If you're willing to repair the guards' items, we they will be sure to offer them your their meal for the night, a shared meal. Oh, I would be most grateful and I'd be most willing. Excellent. So you spend another half an hour to an hour yeah. servicing all these men and their <laughs> equipment. While this is happening, could I walk around the exterior of the encampment and you see sure if can. I can find uh, animal tracks? Do us a perception. Perception? Or survival. Would you do survival? Perception or survival would be okay. fine. Oh, very good. But um, if you haven't got a torch, it will have to be at disadvantage because it is darkness. I have dark vision. Does that not change it? It drops it down to oh, that dim light, so it gives you disadvantage. Uh, okay. Unless you just carry a torch and Yeah, I'll, I'll carry a torch yeah. with me. So that is 27. So you see the usual tracks of humanoids and four-legged creatures along the trail. Mm-hmm. And going deeper into the jungle, it's quite overgrown and the canopy sort of comes over. The floor is littered with vines and it starts to get more and more, uh, what's the word? Overgrown? Yeah, overgrowth and almost impassable as you Mm -hmm. go. But you do see the general tracks of jungle animals and things like that. Okay. Little four-legged creatures. You see the birds hunting, swooping down, nocturnal animals and such. They're nothing large enough to pose a threat or unusual for the... No. Okay. All good. Usually a large group traveling, setting up a fire, creating a ring around the camp is pretty well left alone on in the jungle. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to be traveling alone at night because yeah. yeah. that's when you'll get ambushed. No worries. Time passes once more and would you like to... Would you like to leave now during the night or would you like to wait till the morning? Before you uh, part ways, I'll tell you, I'm knackered. Been walking all day. Yeah, all right, we could, we could, we could take a rest, and uh, you know, we we probably want to get up nice and early. Oh yeah, you know they say a little bear catches the giant eagle. So you can rest now. <laughs> at... I think I said that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> Maybe it's the early giant eagle catches the rabbit. That sounds more like it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's about eight o'clock now. So if you do an eight-hour rest, you can leave. At four o'clock in the morning, when it's still dark, I think that's the that's the go-to plan. 
But just remember, it will be during the day when you adventure and drow specifically have sunlight sensitivity. That's true. You know what? Tell it. Hmm? Uh, When would we have last rested? I can't remember. I can assume you guys as fresh as daisies traveling down. Maybe you've just had a rest and you're full of health and spells. I'm willing if you're willing. Yeah, I'm just a little bit tired. So after we have a meal and... Yeah, meal and short rest. Take a couple of hours, two hours, three hours. I'm happy with that. Midnight now, you're fine. Yep, I'm happy with that. All right. Samara says, you're leaving already? Well, uh, when when do you normally leave? I know we We, promised that we would guard you, so perhaps we should uh, maintain our obligations. Did we make a promise? Yeah, we, we, I we, don't think you made a promise, no. Well, we sort of said that we would help to protect you during the night in return sure. for some you know, wine and supplies. Sure. So They've got I, am, I am happy to make sure that you feel like you have been, uh, been offered the protection that we did. Uh, uh, well, uh, I think the, the guards certainly have their equipment in tip-top shape. They're, they don't need to sharpen. They will all be very alert, I think. They've got swords and all that. They've got That's swords. Absolutely. And... Yes, if you people want to leave, that is fine with us. Thank you for staying with us. I'm sure the worst of the night is already over. And nothing untoward will happen to us if you leave. Oh, I'm reassured. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a DM giving you a hint that it's safe to adventure on your little adventure. My mind is put at ease, I tell you. I almost feel the opposite, in fact. (laughs) Uh, Samira, I like to travel with these, my new companions, and, and take my leave of you. I, of course, will... I will forfeit half of my payment. I do not mind, and you can travel safely back. Oh, that's that's a that's a shame, Derek. You were you were a rather fine guard, but yes, if you want to go traipsing off into the jungle at night, then be my guest. If you had to rate him as a guard on a you know one to ten scale, how? Uh, what like a like a combat rating of oh, sorts? Yeah, just quality of service. <laughs> quality of service, yes. Uh, quality, de- yes. I would say he's about a three or a four out of a scale of up to 21. I don't know what the scale of CR is. Feels kind of low. Feels kind of low. That's better than zero, I say. Sure. If you were to say, I, score him from one to 20, uh, whereabouts would you score this fella? I'd put him about eight. Eight uh, out of 20. I mean, that's, uh, that's fairly reasonable, yeah. I'd say. And well, we're not paying him, so... No, Derek, I didn't ask before, but you say you were a knight. Oh, yes, I was a knight in Boulder's Gate back in the day. And what kind of uh, knightly training would you have undergone? Well, I, I, mind you, I was part of the Flaming Fist. To be, I, was, I worked there for 20 years. My goodness. I was a fine knight. Do I, have I heard DM of the Flaming Fist? The Flaming Fist is a mercenary group... Sorry... It's just too addicting. <laughs> the Flaming Fist is a mercenary police force out of Boulder's Gate. One very famous group, very well respected in well, the world. Well, I myself have heard so much about the Flaming Fist oh, as a former you. deputy myself. I must say, I have the utmost respect for y'all. I would say, feel free to join us. How about you, Tilly? What say? I've never heard of you. I'm doing <laughs> the wrong voice now. I've never heard of you, but uh, happy to have the extra help, I guess. Company is welcome to us all. I might say I'll have to carry a torch with me because I am human. I do not see in the dark too well, especially being so old. But my arm is strong. His hand's shaking at his lungs. That's all right. We we knew uh, your flaws when we agreed to let you come with us. Excellent. Shall we get going? Certainly. Certainly. You travel into the night. All right, all right. How do you see in the dark? I don't think I've ever asked you. Well, I don't necessarily see in the dark, but you see, and he holds his shield out in front of him, he sees this thing right here, dunk, dunk, dunk. I don't have anything metal to tink your glass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this allows my vision to acquire things in more detail um, if necessary, but I have to carry it on me to to gain that benefit. So I don't necessarily see, but I might notice more out of what I do see. Does that make sense to you? Not at all, but... It's magic. It doesn't really make sense to me either. Gotcha. <laughs> and we fade out as they discuss their equipment between each other, and they travel for four hours into the night. And you find a path cut through the jungle 
and you follow it as given the instruction by Samara before, and you come across the outpost. The outpost. The outpost. And the screen goes black and white letters fade onto the screen, the outpost. And then it fades in to a sight. It's not working. No, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, that's the fellow with the health bar. Hang on. Hang on, I've got description. I also come equipped with a health bar. Yeah. That's how you tell a uh, recruitable NPC, you're missing. Noteworthy. It's a person of note, not like the trash guards that were there before, the CR half guards that were there before. So, here we go. The smoldering remains of the outpost sit before you. Its timber walls appear torn apart in several places. Through the gaps you can see the wooden edifices of the place in various states of ruin. Huh. And you come down the trail, it parts, and it's into a little clearing of the jungle, and you see it, a wooden outpost of many buildings walled together, and the gates lay sprung open 45 feet in front of you, and the glow of embers burning. Well, this is mighty terrifying to see such good folk in such poor condition. Littered around the entrance is humans, dead, laying on the ground. I'm going to go check out their bodies. Uh, cool. I will guard you. Oh, thank you very much. By the mercy of tear. Mechanically guide. So you get a D4. Cheers. Check. <laughs> I want to, first of all. So does Derek and Rodney have a torch out? I mean, I would go by whoever else has got the torch, but I'm happy to carry if you are uh, needing your hands. Derek can carry the torch, if you would like. Uh, well, thank you, NPC. <laughs> okay, free up your hands, so to speak. I have a great sword, so I can, I can drop the torch if I need and switch hands with free action, you would say. Uh, Rodney comes to mind the phrase, uh, donkey. Uh, <laughs> Derek, actually. So let's get an investigation check, Matilda, yes. on one of the bodies. Take that D4. Investigation would be 17. 17. I myself would like to actually assess the the medicinal status of these fellas. So you walk up to the body you see 30 feet away? I would like to know. If they are, in fact, dead, I would like to know exactly how they died. Sure. Roll that as well. And are there any uh, torches or light within the encampment or no? Look, no torches are lit. It looks like the walls and buildings themselves are smoldering embers, okay. glowing a red, dim glow. Sure, sure. What'd you get, Josh? Oh, well, I got 16. So with an investigation check of 17 and 16 for medicine, you both deduce that these two inhabitants were slain while trying to flee. They were running, they're positioned away from the gates and they look like they've been attacked in the back. As they were running. What, ha, with what? With bite marks. Son of a monkey. And other bludgeoning sort of injuries. Okay. Over the head, bitten on the shoulder, as such. Do I recognize or can I identify these? Human bite marks. Human bite marks. Oh, dear. Well, I would like to get my shield ready and look around. And I am very unsettled by this. Sure. Would you like to enter? The outpost. Yes, but I would like to uh, be as perceptive as possible sure. while doing so. Would I be able to sneakily scale one of the walls? You can. I would like to do so, please. Would you like to go around to the right or the left? So the right side has the river on it, so I will take the left in the brush. You mean the left side has a stream running down it? Oh, yes. Sorry, yes. I'm turned around. Yep, so the to the right with the brush. Excellent. Turn the trowel around. <laughs> so we'll do Tilly first. Mm-hmm. And as you walk around, it's a wooden wall about 10 feet high. Would you like to climb it at uh, the earliest point? Yes. Still uh, in view of your companions at e- the gate? Yes. Somewhere I can be unnoticed, preferably. Sure. And so yeah. out of the torchlight yes. is just about 40 feet. So I'll put you at 50 to 60 feet. I'm happy with that. So you're in darkness now, mm-hmm. and you climb the wall. It's 10 feet high, so you can roll a little dexterity. Okay. I have a climbing speed. Does that help? Climbing speed will get you up there without a roll. There we go. And it's like a wooden battlement, five feet, and a building roof. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, make my way along the top of the wall? Circle? Sure. Yeah. See if I can to get To the left eyes. or the right? Uh, 
Some my friends. Do I still have eyes on my friends or not at this stage? Not, not at this stage. Yeah. Not unless you go closer to the left of the wall barricade. All right. Uh, I saw Rodney going in, so I will mm -hmm. uh, engage in a flanking maneuver to, so heading further away from him. Sure. The walled outpost continues down another 120 feet. I would like to find a position where I can see street. Sure. Yeah. You keep walking, you keep walking. Yeah. So the outpost follows around and it seems to be split into two buildings that are connected to your left. As you continue down, you are now out of view between your friends. You are about 85 feet to the south of this outpost. You're traveling around the outside battlement. Do you have a torch or does Derek, Rodney? Derek has the torch and it's lit just to the north. As you snake around, you're now going towards the left side, more towards the river now at the southern end of the outpost, and you see stairs or a ladder going down back into a main courtyard. Okay. I, I would like to sneak down there and roll take, stealth. A, take a sneaky position. I'll keep you out of the light. Thank you very much. Oh, it's not terrible. 18. Excellent. So I will take that as your stealth. As that is happening during that time, Rodney and Derek, we cut back to you at the front gates. Well, I must say one thing that Tilly and I would be aware of is that if I can see someone's lips moving, I can understand the words they're saying. So if sure. I ever keep an eye out on the horizon for Tilly's presence, mm -hmm. she is able to somewhat communicate to me sure. as I will understand as long lip as read. So long as she is within sight and uh, and I know that I can see her. As long as she mouth. doesn't beat your passive perception. Cor correct, which she has not. Yes. <laughs> it is a disadvantage because... So it would be 19, your passive perception, because it's disadvantage because she's out of the light. Which still is... Which is still beats the night... Me meets and beats it. So Rodney and Derek, I do like the look of this. They look like quite dead. I've seen yeah. a few dead bodies in my time. Of course, quite a few as well. Do any of these bodies look like they might arise? Arise. So as you walk in, the interior of the outpost is like a courtyard in the centre with the buildings surrounded it. It looks destroyed. It looks like there's living quarters off to the west. Over to my right. Yes. It's like what looks to be a storehouse. All right. Well. And these bodies, if you carry the medicine check over, they look very similar. Beaten with fists and bitten. Bitten. My, oh my. And as you go into the courtyard... But they don't look eaten. No, bitten but not consumed. Someone had taken the bite... And then bludgeoned them to death. any further. So, oh. going back to Matilda, you now see Rodney and Derek enter, and we have caught up in time. I would like to stay as stealthy as possible, even knowing... Can't stealth now because you're in dim light, because of the glowing embers... Uh, that would mean, though, that I'm not making noise as but you much can as possible. Both, you can both roll stealth. I'll roll it for Derek, who is at disadvantage. I am also at disadvantage. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a two. Can't get lower than that unless I roll a one. Twenty. Two and a twenty. So that's two for stealth. With the medicine and investigation check we did on the first body, yes. would we be able to deduce whether it was the bite or the bludgeoning that killed the fatal blow? Mm, it's quite hard to tell they okay. were either bitten before and then bludgeoned or bludgeoned and bitten. Very hard to tell. Okay, sure. Unless you do a formal well, autopsy. I, I rolled a 12. You rolled a 12 uh, for so stealth. I've... I rolled a 2. So you're not... Matilda, you can hear them. Um, I'll mouth the words, I can still see you. Yeah, you do <laughs> see. Right. You do but see, Matilda. Cover. <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet. She's about 40 feet to your northwest, just going down the ladder. Matilda, you see the entrance to a... One of the buildings to the west. Mm -hmm. And we haven't seen any movement yet, have we? Nope. There are dead bodies littering the courtyard. One, two, three, four, five, you can see right now. Okay. I would like to cast Beast Sense. Beast Sense. Yes, which allows me to put my senses into an animal. I will choose one of my magpies. Sure. Ah. Yep. Uh, ah. Ah. Um, <laughs> and I would like to send this particular magpie into... What's, what's their name? Uh, this is Blinky. Blinky. Yeah. The uh, Blinky flies up. Yes. And into, does a pass over. Uh, is the, the roof is intact on this building that I'm looking into, correct? More or less, the roofs remain intact. Are there holes in the roof? There are a few holes, I yes. I would like to send Blinky up to one of the holes and see if she can peek, peek down into... The closest room you are now, just to your north? Yes, to my north. Okay. 
Thank you. I will move your token in just because it's got vision. Understandable. But you peer in and it looks like to be a kitchen. Everything looks to be hastily left. There's cups strewn about and there's plates and it looks like the fires have started somewhere and then burnt out by now. And when I circled the encampment, the only entrance and exit way was the one that we've entered that I found. Yes. Okay. Unless you climb over the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understood. And you see another hole in one of the buildings to the the northeast building. Oh, okay. From from the roof, I see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a closed door. It is shut off, but you can definitely send the bird. Well, I can't see or hear Rodney because my senses are in the bird, but sure. I can still control my body. So sure. I'll mouth the words. Uh, trying to remember the accent now. Uh, Australian. Australian. Your own. Your own. (laughs) Uh, Exaggerated. Uh, I can't see any people, but uh, there's another hole in the building over there. So I'm going to check that one out too. And you would know that I can't see or hear you. Could could you hear me through the bird? If you shouted, which I would not. Not recommend. No, I will not. So birds flying over the 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 storehouse looking building. It does look like a storehouse. And the bird perches over and peers in. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't do very good, Magpie. And yeah, very good. You see a storeroom and crates and barrels of various equipment, mining equipment, excavation equipment lay strewn around. Some bedding as well. And also, you see three humanoid figures staring vacantly at the dirt floor. Their clothing fallen away, revealing moss-covered stony crust spreading across their skin and they're standing looking at the floor breathing heavily and fast <laughs> the door to this is story closed is both closed doors currently. okay good and they look to be barred on one side oh barred on the outside okay so the one to the side people... that rodney prevent the door from being opened from the inside to stop people from getting out yes cool Understood. Rodney and Derek can deduce that by looking at the mm-hmm. bar cool. door. Once again, I will mouth the words conveying this information. Three individuals. Sure. What was it? Moss, moss-covered? Stony moss-covered Stony skin. Stony moss-covered skin. Oh. Also, the words never seen this before, because I assume I haven't. No. no. In my mind, I would not have seen this either. Roll a medicine, you can. I, I will do so. Through the Is it through the bird or through your senses? Uh, it's, it's my senses in the bird, okay. but I still yeah, have sure. the same brain. So that would be... Medicine? 16. Never seen it before. No. Okay. And this is all the buildings have been covered? One more building to the south of that. Okay. While I've still got Which does not have holes in it, but there is an open door to the south, and you can see in barely. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Darkened room. Has to walk across the floor. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it sees like a research room. There's a table. There's strewn papers everywhere. There's chairs. Looks very disheveled as well. And we were told this is an excavation site. Excavation so the, site, research into old temples of the jungle. So the temple would be nearby and that would be on the map. Can I... It's not well lit in this room, is it? Completely dark. Completely dark, okay. So Bird wouldn't be able to see. Nope. Understood. I will then, having searched all the buildings, I will drop Beast Sense and make cool. my way over to Rodney and Derek. Sure. Uh, yeah, no. So there's three people in there whispering. The, the other room's got nothing in them. So I don't... But they're locked in. From what I can tell. Elf biscuits. Well, how about that room up there uh, and, and the room over to, to our left? What was in, in those rooms? To the Just left? Was it the Josh? Oh, I'm the sorry. The right. The right hand. My right hand side over, over here. Yeah. Which is on the map to the way. East. The yep. east. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was a kitchen and yep. stable room, which has a body in it as well. Dead. No horses to be seen. Yep. No, no movement in no, there. No, and, uh, and up there. That was the, the, the dirty people. He's pointing to the storeroom with the breathing oh, heavily. No, I'm, I'm pointing because I'm as if I'm facing the direction that I'm facing on the map. We'll just be descriptive to us. In well, the, that's what I'm saying. Straight for, ahead. Up there. For the audio okay, listeners. Okay, so you and I are facing the same direction and we're pointing. Yes, I'm yeah, on yeah. the same page now. Excellent. Because mm-hmm. so, Rodney is, is facing to the south. So when I was just saying over there. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So uh, down, down there, up into that elevation, I believe, up those stairs. Oh, that room was dark in that building, but the stairs lead up along the wall. In, yeah. uh, like an outpost. Yeah. And no, no other way in. Well, if that's empty, was there anything of interest? I think 
Well, we we need to search some of these rooms before it, but uh, annoying these people in their condition. Sure. Well, I reckon we check out the dark room because I couldn't see what was in there. Yeah, cool. You want to bring a torch? Well, you can go, Tilly, because you can see in the dark. True, yes. But I'd make sure that those people can't get out just in case they are dangerous. We don't uh, know. Well, that looks like a uh, some sort of carriage over here. Is that is my correct? Yes, there is an old carriage that has a broken wheel Derek, up against the wall. Be a, a friend and, and help me move okay. this over in front of the door. You may roll a strength with advantage. Can we use Derek's strength? You want to help me? Oh, the old man. <laughs> okay. 14 plus athletics is a 17. Oh, it's it, advantage. Mm-hmm. 15, so 18, that makes it crunch as you wheel it over and place it in front of the door. And there's now blocking the door. Uh, I feel uh, somewhat safer do, do, based on the condition of these bodies. I am fearful for these people, and I'm just wondering what could have possibly gone on. You, you have no idea... You've never seen this before? I've never seen the disease, but we don't even know that these people who are trapped in there were the ones who did this. It might have been someone mm, else. That is true. All right, let's have a look at this room. Yes. Go down to the dark room. Tilly, you room. explore the dark room, and Rodney and Derek are just outside it. I'll, I'll we go all in to yeah. assist. Okay, torchlight is now done. You see strewn papers littered around this small 20-foot room squared, and to the south east is another door. I would like to read the papers to see where they are up to in their excavations. They found an old temple not far from here, down the jungle path. They cleared out the jungle around here to build the outpost. So it's a short walk from here. They found an old temple sealed. They went into the temple, and as they were working, some of the workers got sick and started to get lesions on their skin. It started to harden and become like rock and moss. Which uh, cardinal direction was this temple? Off to the east through the jungle. A small path. You actually saw the path coming in. Another clearing off to the east. Mm -hmm. Not far. Short 15-minute walk through the jungle. But you can piece together some of the other disheveled papers and roll an investigation, those who are looking through the papers. Uh, I will assist Rodney. I'm getting my statistics up. Do you want me to tell you? I feel blind. Would you like some light? It's zero. It's Uh, zero. Fifteen. (laughs) Fifteen. That is about all you can gather. There was some sort of illness that spread through the camp. And after that, turn away everyone. Do not let anyone in or escape. And then after that, nothing. If there's any iconography or, or something that I could gather to figure out whose temple this was. Roll a history check. And I'd like to find out uh, who's writing this note. So is there a medical professional with... It looks like good handwriting. Mm-hmm. 18. 18. A lot of these temples have been lost to time and they're basically rediscovering iconography that they could discern when they entered the entered oh. in. Mm. Inside, they're likely a warning, like a do not open sort of thing. I would say this is by far a group of amateurs and that perhaps they were in over their heads if they were charging forward as fast as they were maybe they weren't observing these warnings that i would say most certainly would be on their face i would have thought archaeologists would have been uh, wary of this sort of thing but yeah. uh, well, they, uh, know, they know there's warnings but they're, sometimes at, they're spiritual and they're not at times like, greed st- overtakes yeah they still go into these things and till you don't know that till you're judgmental as heck they send in the the chaff to dig these sites out and then they look at the the artifacts that are brought back. Well, didn't realise it was amateur hour. <laughs> uh, oh yes, a medical professional. Was there one within the camp, or no way to tell? You you see mention of a physician, mm-hmm. but they had no, they didn't know what this disease was either. But they knew it as soon as they started digging this temple. Did it we spread to the camp. Pass a, a deceased physician on our way in, or they haven't got a lab coat on, so you can't really okay, tell. No way to tell. All right, no. we're good. So that uh, door there is a locked door or just closed? It just closed. Just closed. You go and push it slightly; it'll turn freely. I'm I'm really bad in uh, closed spaces, so um, maybe uh, the people in the storehouse were just hyper hyperventilating because they don't like to be locked in. Yeah, we don't know. Um, 
Do we want to go into the door, or do we sort of... You know... I can open the door if you want. Well, I was going to suggest you with your big suit of armour, but okay, I'm just wondering if open that's... Okay, the door, oh, fine. You're, you're already doing it, cool. Uh, a bedroom of sorts. It's a bedroom. It's about 10 feet wide and 15 feet long, 20 foot long, with a bed in it. Looks like the captain's quarters or the head... I don't know. I would like to search for some equipment that might aid our search further. Make it sound like you've been attacked if something goes wrong. What? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going into the bedroom. I'm going to stay if you've been out tapped, of the main area. Make it sound like you've been attacked. Yeah, and then I know something's gone wrong. So you look around and you find two healer's kits found in the store chest. Quite helpful. Now, these can be quite useful in the field to stabilize a down companion, as you know, I'm sure. I will allow the two of you to share this as I have ways myself of stabilizing such I'll a I'll take a one. And Matilda, you can take one. I was going to take two, but I'll, I'll take one. That's oh, all. Oh, sure. Good. I'm not proficient in it anyway. You take it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Put those in the bag. Put those in the bag. And uh, as he leaves the room, I'll say in undercommon, oh, well, we can't help them all. Well, no, but that's not our job either. <laughs> so just a quick reminder, DM. Sure. Uh, Healer's kit... Stabilizes a person. Yeah, you use one use of it, and you can automatically stabilize someone without doing a roll, a medicine check. Yeah, no more saves for the death. Versus a DC ten medicine check that you could fail. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. Uh, head back out. I guess. You'll head out into the courtyard. My concern is that this is either a disease, or it could be a curse. Now I'm prepared for either scenario, but. We would need to ensure that the uh, subjects are compliant when administering this aid. Do we want to make sure they're okay? I am concerned that in their current state, that no good can come from leaving them alone. Is there... So it's solid door with solid bar in front? Wooden door, wooden bar. Oh, wooden bars. Okay. So is there like a peephole or a window sort of situation? No, no not at all. Okay. I'm just going to go up to the door with the cart in front of it. Sure. Going to give it a... Hello. You all right in there? Just uh, speaking to the door. No response? No response. Yeah. I was shaking my head, everyone. <laughs> I think I think the disease deafens them. Hmm. There's no response. I would say there's a good chance that these are not in their own minds. If you're not in your right minds, uh, mate. Tap your feet once. Knock something over. No response. Now I'm telling you, they're deaf. It's got to be deafness. Or rudeness. It might curse them with rudeness. When I was peeping through the top as a bird, sure. uh, did I see any food stuffs? Barrels of supplies, okay, yes. Cool. They may contain food. Well, they got food in there, and they obviously don't want to be let out. So, uh, do we continue on to the temple, or hmm. what's our next move here? I would I would say if, 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 if this was a magical effect... Going to the temple would be a wise decision. If this was, how would you say, a disease? This was physiological. The temple may be the last place we want to go. But uh, I would certainly like to try and help these people, uh, if possible. Um, um, well, if we've got ten minutes, I've got a, a magical means of uh, telling where... Well, I can tell if it's not a poison. Do you Almost have some way it. of detecting disease and poisons? Well, both those things, yeah. Oh, well, that would be very useful, and I would say we can continue on our journey as much quicker as... Yeah, yeah. Do we, do we have ten minutes? I would say so. All right, I'm going to ritually cast Detect Poison and Disease, please. You prepared that spell? Uh, yes. Good. <laughs> please describe the nature of the spell. All right, I'm going to ooh, 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 pull out a small bowl, fill it with water, and I'm going to pour in several small little tiny, tiny pouches of powders and dust and uh, swirl it around and uh, wait and see if it changes colour. For the duration, you can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures and diseases within 30 feet of you. You also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature or disease in each case. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, common metal, thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood. As it is not that much, you identify a disease okay. in that room to the east. Mm -hmm. Well, do I identify the kind of disease or I'm not familiar with it? 
you are not familiar with this particular disease. Well, in this uh, circumstance, given we don't know the dangers in the temple, we could assist these people now, but risk me being not at full capacity, or we could go to the temple now. Well, we don't know whether it's airborne or if it's uh, mm. pathogens. Uh, we... It's very scientific. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, I was, I was taught by a, a medicine man. But I reckon finding out the source, uh, getting more information is our best bet. Well, I am happy. 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 I am happy to... Uh, I will defer to your advice. You what's, are what's the adventurer. What's that trick you got, though? Well, I can remove a disease with a second-level spell. Uh, One person? Or? Per person. So that would be all three a of considerable my use, yeah. Mm. Uh, but, you know, if we were to gather some information and, and, and help this day with clearing up the bodies and then making our way in the morn, perhaps we could at least gather as much information about what happened before we got there if removing this disease, in fact, leaves them intact. Looks okay. like dawn is in about two hours. Thank you, that was my question. I honestly think, yeah, if we're here to help people, uh, which I assume is what we're here to do. Well, I feel like it would only be just, and uh, given my God is the God of justice, uh, I wouldn't feel right leaving these people alone without my aid. Can you do that through the door? or will No, we have I have in? to touch them, which is why I mentioned the compliance before. Right. Well, they can't hear us, no. so maybe uh, we can sneak up on them. I think we would have to immobilize or some sort, uh, some such... If possible, I do not have a way of doing that without using more spells, but, uh... Give me a second while I pour through my brain about the spells which I know. <laughs> He's bringing up his phone to yep. see his list. <laughs> I will let you know that you are familiar that my ability to assist people includes if I cast an enchantment spell, such as Bless, on yourself, that you will be able to immediately attack... Attack? Attack any target... As a reaction, which means that we may be able to get through this uh, rather quickly with non-lethal damage, and I will apply the assistance as quick as possible. Well, I've got two options. I can fill the room with fog, but we won't be able to see them, but they won't be able to see us. I don't know how helpful Not that idea. is. Not ideal. Not ideal, but it's one of the options. My other option, which I assume a DM might be able to help me... Shoot. If I cast a web, it's a 20-foot cube... Yeah, Ooh. it will entangle them. And that would, have to yes. make that would be to mighty move. helpful at keeping them still. They would have to pass through, through that. Uh, that would, yeah, <laughs> they would have to pass through through your weapon with mighty strength in order okay. to free themselves. I'm happy with that plan. So I reckon, Derek, if you want to have the hand on the door, okay. we would have to move this carton out of the way, well, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'll uh, just say you can move it. I won't yeah, make yeah. another check. I'll be holding an action, as it were, Okay. To because when I appeared in the top, were they within a twenty foot cube? Or? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I will hold an action to shoot it in an area, <laughs> not Spider Man style. You're casting um, the spell mm -hmm. and releasing it. Yes. When the door opens on them. Yes. Correct. Very good. That's the plan, anyways. All right, uh, Derek. You and I will be the front line when you're ready. What would you like to do, Rodney? What would I like to do? Yeah, what are you doing? Well, I will be right behind Derek as right he behind will, five feet. And as soon as the door opens, if that spell doesn't go off as intended, we will. I will be ready to shoot uh, oh, one of them in action. order to mobilize them. I sure. will hold a crossbow. I will have the shield on the ground, crossbow lent on top uh, like a turret. And I will ready. You've Obviously, loaded the crossbow. I will have loaded the crossbow, and I will not be able to reload uh, without dropping my shield. Sure. I have one chance for anyone that is not restrained. Well, I guess the better time is any to equip my sword. I put the torch down here on the ground, and I open the door. He lifts the wood. Three, two, one. Opens the door. Roll for initiative. Ah! Ah! Oh. I'll let Derek know that if he can get as close as possible before I release my shout, that would be helpful. Sure. I'm glad I have an advantage on initiative checks because the other one was a three. <laughs> Starting with Rodney, what was your initiative? My initiative was 12. 12. 12. 12. Whiskey. Derek got a pitiful five. Matilda got... 21. 21. Looks like that web's going off first. 
And Matilda, it is your turn. You may release your spell. Mm-hmm. And Webb goes off in a 20-foot cube, which does, in fact, cover them. They look up towards the door and go... <laughs> and they're covered in sticky web. Do I have to make an immediate save? Oh, they make a dexterity save at the start of their turn. Sure. Yeah. The webs are now difficult terrain and lightly obscure the area. And they have to make a dexterity saving throw on their turn. Mm-hmm. Any more movement? Uh, I don't want to be the first one in. I'll pull out my boomerang, but I will... I will Your boomerang? Out. This wasn't mentioned before. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've got a bent piece of uh, wood and it's a throwing weapon and it comes back sometimes. Excellent. You draw your weapon and stay put. Mm-hmm. You are 20 feet to the west of the opened door and the closest person is 50 feet who are affected by this disease. Rodney, it is your turn. You may release your shot. That is what you wish to uh, do. Would I have it? Would, would they be restrained currently? No, on their turn. Right. Well, uh, I will not release that bolt and I will put it back and I will, in fact, call out, we're only here to help you. And I will make my... <laughs> and I will make my way inside the room. Inside the room. Ten feet, if I'm obliged, sir. You are just on the edge of the web and the afflicted people, two Damn. females and one male, are ten feet, twenty feet away. Uh, another ten feet to my left. And I believe if I use my remaining 10 feet movement, I am within 5 feet of that individual. You can definitely enter the square, and it is your difficult terrain, if and you, you will enter, be wet. you will have to make the saving throw as well. Uh, straight away? Yeah. On your turn as if you enter, correct? Any creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn there you go. needs to make the save. All right. Well, I will still enter the, the webbing. Cool. Make that save. That is not a positive number. That is two. Oh. So I am currently restrained by that weapon. You are now restrained. You have disadvantage on your attacks and attacks against you have advantage. Um, I would like to know if I can still use a restorative effect on on that creature. Because sure. there is no role associated. Let me just bring up restrained. You... Your speed becomes zero. You can't benefit to your bonus. Your attack rolls against you have advantage... And you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. You can still cast a spell. I would like to cast Lesser Restoration on this poor fella uh, or lady. I am not quite sure in front of me. And uh, that will, in fact, remove, if it is a disease as identified, it removes one disease. Sure. Or condition, which also (laughs) conditions may, in in fact, include uh, blinded, deafened, paralyzed, and poisoned, which they are none of. You cast Lesser Restoration on this poor, afflicted person. However, it does not seem to affect them as you still see the rot all over their skin. So it's... However, it does affect them slightly, as you can see. It didn't cure it, but it's done something to it. Maybe lessened its effect. Oh, uh, is that because this may in fact not be a disease? It's because the disease has run its course. Meaning the effect has fully taken hold. You know what I mean? Like if you get a disease, you get chances to save against it. But after a certain point, it can become permanent for some diseases. And now that is the... Oh, I thought that was the point of the spell. No, it removes a condition of a disease you have, but can't... It removes a disease or a condition. Mm. It it can remove a disease or a condition. It's too far gone. It's become... It's changed them... Totally. I uh, wish I knew that was a possibility beforehand. It's like if their arm falls off, it doesn't regen the arm. No, but the disease that would have caused that would stop any further... uh, Yeah, any any further deteriorating has been done. So their mind is is completely gone. It looks like their skin's completely covered in moss and turned to rock. And you would need like a resurrection sort of new body for them, I guess, so to speak. Uh, But I I have removed their little boost they got. Well, I don't know that, but I would say I don't think it's working as intended. Right. Good uh, to know. Help. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. End of turn. Uh, that that is the end of my. Well, if I have a look, looks. Let me have a look. See here. Yeah, that's the end of my turn. The afflicted you have just cured, sort of, 
attacks you and tries to bite you. Oh, well, see now here. (laughs) (laughs) So this would be normal attack because we're both restrained. I'll make that dexterity saving throw first. And if Mm -hmm. I pass, I won't be restrained. Two, natural one. So I am restrained and you are restrained. I will bite you with normal attack. Natural one. You will try. I and will you will tr- fail. I will try. So the other two afflicted look at you and go, and they make their saves too. The second one in the room fails with a three and the final one fails with a six. So they are in restrained. They both mm-hmm. cannot move. Mm-hmm. They will make an action. They will use their action to try to escape the web. And I believe that's a dexterity check. Uh, against uh, the saving throw of uh, the A creature web. restrained by the web can use its action to make a strength check against sure. your spell save DC to be freed. Cool. Here we go. Strength check. 20. Uh, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Afflicted number two is out. The second one, five, does not get out. Oh, do so afflicted number two, which is 15 feet from you, Rodney, to the east, is out, but the others are still both covered. Derek's turn. I assume you need some help, Rodney. It didn't look like it worked as it should. Well, I'm I'm afraid to say the best course of mercy from here on out is to put them out of their misery. Is death. Don't step in the web if you can avoid it. I now chop your neck until you are dead. <laughs> so Derek walks into the room. Bit he looks stuck. He he gets the heavy crossbow from his back, and he fires a shot at the one trying to bite you, Rodney, still chomping at you. So he drops his greatsword and fires with his heavy crossbow instead. 19. It is a hit. He does, however, three piercing damage. Uh, I'm not too good at the crossbow, to be honest. Puggers! <laughs> I, I will help you next time. I'll give you some encouragement. That is his turn. So he's in the room, in the doorway, 10 feet. Back mm-hmm. to round two. Tilly, you are up. Can I position myself in a position where I can remain outside of the room, but uh, have eyes on the afflicted currently engaging with Rodney. Five foot by the doorway, you can see everything in the room. Can I take a step back and still have that line of sight or no? You sure can, but you cannot see Rodney anymore. That is... Oh, yeah, that's fine. As long as I can see the one engaging with him. No. No. Can I step south? Does that do it? South five feet? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm going to throw the boomerang. Throw the boomerang 25 feet into the room to get afflicted number one. Yes, please. Roll it with advantage. I'm going to use sharpshooter to take that negative five penalty. Do it. Twelve. Twelve is not a hit. Dang. Unfortunately, missed it by one. Does the boomerang return in time for me to do a second attack? What does returning property say? Uh... I believe the top of my head, it just says it returns when thrown, but I will double check that. Do your second attack and we'll find out next round if you okay, like. Okay, thank you. So another attack with advantage. Uh, this one's not Not sharp with sharpshooter, that's good to know. That is a dirty 20. That is a hit. Probably should have used sharpshooter. Maybe, but that's alright. Eight points of bludgeoning damage. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to use my favoured foe ability. Oh. So my first attack from every turn here on. No, I won't, because that's concentration. So I will... Because web would go down. It would. So I will do nothing. Thank Excellent. You. That is your turn. Rodney, you're up. Rodney, you blonker. I would say, everybody, get ready to uh, make sure you have something you can attack with or someone within range. I will not use this spell just yet, but I want to make sure everyone has a chance to get ready between now and then. Sure. So the first thing that I am going to do is I'm going to cast Spiritual... Guardians. Excellent. And in fact, you will see a dismembered fist and gauntlet. Gross. As the mythos goes for Tyr, his hand was removed in the pursuit of justice. So that hand is now going to deliver this justice to these poor fellas uh, as many of them fly around the room, knocking back and slowing down even further any enemies so their speed will be halved. Well, they're restrained. If they are no longer restrained in their difficult territory... Yes, one is not They will be at quarter speed, so I believe that's seven feet of movement, so almost almost more, almost more, enough to move two squares. Sure. So uh, I will use that. That moves in a... I'm just having a look. 15 feet radius from my body. That hits all three of them. 
And so I call forth, they flit around me in a distance of 15 feet, and if they are in fact inflicted, it will be 3d8 damage. Do it. Per creature. And they will have to make a wisdom save and throw. Uh, Three wisdoms. 15 on afflicted 1. 16 on afflicted 2. 13 on afflicted 3. So everybody that got uh, less than a 15. So 1 and 3 failed. Full damage. And the uh, other one will take half. So that is 15 for everyone. Radiant damage. That failed their save. And 7 damage for the one that succeeded. Done. And now every time it gets to the beginning of their turn, I'm just reading this to make sure it's correct. Or it starts, and when it starts its turn, it must make another uh, wisdom saving throw. Sure. Done. That is my turn. Afflicted number one will bite you. Has to make a saving throw at the start of its turn. Start of its turn. It's, yes. For web? No, it's flat restrained now. Oh, true. It failed. Yeah. And it will make the wisdom you said, Josh. Okay. Another correct. wisdom saving throw. Eighteen. Oh, well, that will pass, but they will still take... Still take damage? Uh, hang on, I will read. On two parts of their turn? It's outrageous. Strong spell. Half as much on a successful save. Again, uh, every turn. Every every turn, they will take 3d8 or half. Cool. Uh, uh, so it is uh, tw- uh, tw- uh, 19 halved, because they succeeded, I yes, believe. Yes, they did, number one. So that is a non-damage radiant. Non-damage radiant and this is for all of them. I have to go through them all to make this When save. they start their turn, so if they all have yeah, the same all the initiative. same share initiative. Correct. So nine damage you just said. For success ah. and 19 for a failure. 19. So let's do the other two. This 11. Is... Number two fails. Number three fails. 18 damage to both of 19, them. I'm 19. I'm sorry. Damage. Individually. Sure. This is, in fact, one of the spells that I ask my companions to often prepare, but they seem to think the, uh, they know better. In the other campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone seems to think that it's uh, an average spell. I would have you know it is not. <laughs> so I will continue with my bite, I believe. Correct. At disadvantage, because this one is restrained. They're going to activate Reckless. Yep. And they get advantage, which brings it up to normal during this turn. And they get a 21. You take six piercing damage. And also, Josh, roll a constitution saving throw. And we'll see you next time. Josh. Josh, Josh. React. Well, I thought we were just leaving on... There was a big cliffhanger. Yeah, but you got to (gasps) go... Cheese and crackers. We'll see you next time. Signing out. Done. I was trying to find my constitution (laughs) saving. I will place my um I've forgotten what it's called. Uh, Mike. Sorry, sorry. Looking up new abilities. Um, right, I cut this out and then you yeah, look like you right. know it immediately. I know it all immediately.